Bienvenidos a AMX capítulo 16. Ya tenemos casi una semana de regreso de México y me está haciendo falta. La verdad que sí, me hace falta los tacos así riquísimos, oír la mar, sentir el sol, sentar cerca de la alberca con una bebida. Como extraño a México. So we've been back for a week. We have to get back to reality. You gotta get back in the groove of things. And it's been pretty hard. You know, I've been wanting to work out and I was like, I swear to God, I'm gonna work out as soon as I get back. And then, you know, it's, it's a week later and I haven't done that. So it's kind of bad. And then you open up your fridge and you realize like you have nothing to eat because really you haven't gone shopping in months and you think you keep going shopping because you keep seeing food in the fridge that you've left in there that's gone bad because you assume that it's in the fridge so it lasts forever. Food does not work that way so you know it doesn't work like if you stick it in the fridge, close the door, come back a couple months later like it actually goes bad. <laughs> crazy fucking thought you know so i realized when i came back that like i have a lot of stuff i need to address number one buying food for myself you know like i enjoyed being out and i thought to myself i can cook a lot of this shit at home i should try to cook some of this shit at home then i remembered i don't really cook and then i went to the fridge and i thought i had snacks or something and i realized it's uh it's um Let's just say it's a, uh, it's a, uh, let's just say it's reproducing on its own level. <laughs> we'll say that. So, you know, I, I had to clean out the fridge and get all this shit out. And I'm like, fuck, man. Fuck, I thought it was like a week. I thought it was only like a week that I hadn't done shit. You know, I didn't realize it had been, I don't know, like all fucking year or something like that. There's some pozole in there. I can't remember if it was like from New Year's. It could have been last Christmas. Frankly, I don't know. Like your family hands you shit. They put it in the Tupperware. The Tupperware goes into the bag. The bag then goes into your fridge and then it stays there for months on end until there's no more room in your fridge. That's how life goes. That's where I'm at. And then I'm like, fuck, dude fuck like i gotta get through that so that i can get new shit so that i can forget about that for the next like 11 months that seems normal right like isn't that how everybody else kind of works no yes maybe i don't know this is a one-way podcast so who the fuck knows then i realize i probably have to tackle the freezer too because if the shit in my fridge has been here since maybe like new year's at best then the stuff in the freezer no shit has probably been in my apartment since I've moved in. I'm not even going to say how long that is, but it, it was when I had a stalker ex-boyfriend. And you'd think, I'd know I should do better. You should know food doesn't last long. You know, you can't keep it in there. But man, you'd be surprised how long Costco chicken bakes can last you when you only eat one a month, if that. Like I'm saying, surprising. And meat, you know, I thought meat, if you froze it, it's good forever. That's apparently not how that works either. You know, stick it in the freezer, you pack it up. You're like, oh, I'll come back to it in a few months. No, 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 no. You can't do that. My few months is the equivalent of actually a few years. It's disgusting. Disgusting person. I don't know how the fuck I live with myself. I don't. I don't. 
Then it makes me think back to my grandma when I was little. You know, my grandma, when I was little, she used to work for a very prominent family in Beverly Hills. And she used to be their maid, la creada, verdad? So when I was little and we used to go, like pick up and stuff, my grandma would always tell me like, ¿Me estás pagando? I'm like, what? She goes, si no me estás pagando, no voy a recoger tras días. Si es que más te vale que aprendes. And I feel like I should hire someone to help me out. You know what I mean? Like my grandma always said, you need to pay someone for that kind of stuff. And I feel like I can pay for someone for that. But like at the same time, I don't really want anyone to see just like how bad shit is in my head that doesn't translate. That's why it's so much easier to order food. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about it going bad. You don't have to worry about any of that. It's all pre-cooked. You get rid of it nice and easy. It's it's fantastic. But holy fuck, man, if growing up isn't hard, dude, growing up and learning to do basic shit, growing up, learning when food goes bad, learning when meat is no longer good. It's not shit you ever think of. You know, you don't ever think, oh, man, me having too much food is going to be a problem in life. That's not something I grew up thinking about. Me growing up, I was like, I hope I have a restaurant because then I'll never go hungry again. Not understanding the entire concept of how a restaurant works or that, you know, you have to have money to run it and you have to pay people and all this and that. Like in my head, I'm just like, shit, you've got a restaurant, you got food, you're good. Real life doesn't work that way. Kid life, maybe, maybe, but real life for adults, eh, you know what, I'm gonna take that back. Sometimes it does work that way. But right now I'm trying to be a real adult, learn to do this shit on my own, not sleep in a hotel, let someone else take care of me, let them cook my food, then go downstairs and pick it up. No, I can be a grown up, damn straight. I just really suck at it. You know, like I suck at it. I can't ever figure out when shit is good, when shit's bad. (sighs) This is hard, man. Life is hard. This is fucking hard. It's difficult. You wish like you would have known or had someone to teach you that. But like I said, my grandma's idea of teaching us is like, you got money? No. (laughs) Then when you get money, you can find out. (laughs) No. I love my grandma, but she was so hard on us. It's funny. With this being our 16th episode, it's kind of feeling like our our sweet 16, you know, like around your sweet 16, there are lots of things going on, like exciting stuff to do a party. There's usually something cool. And that's kind of what it feels like right now. So I applied to the Eva Longoria and America Ferreira She Puede organization to participate in their power squad. And I received notification that my application was accepted. And we had our first little meeting on Friday virtually with the other ladies that also got accepted. And it was pretty nifty, I got to say. Getting so many Latinas together virtually at the same time is amazing and insane that they were able to organize it. Not to mention the fact that like... I didn't know you could break people up into small little groups on Zoom. And I do mean Zoom, not some kind of variation of video conferencing software. I mean the actual product Zoom, which is pretty nifty, you know. So we did the little call in on Friday and everyone connected. And it was very much flashback to high school kind of thing where you're like in class with a bunch of people you don't know. And you're like, oh, man, whose turn is it to talk? Am I talking too much? Am I not talking enough? What are these people think? thinking what are they thinking of me like what do they think of the experience it's it's like nerve-wracking you feel like a kid again you know and then I remembered man 
this is why I don't go around fucking people, man. I don't have to deal with that shit. You don't need to deal with like, oh my God, what do these people think of my idea? What do they think of me? Do they think I'm stupid? Do they think, you know, like I'm a grown up man. I haven't had to think like that since shit, since I was in high school. Fuck, man. Fuck, what am I thinking? This is why it's best to exhibit antisocial behavior, meaning you stick to yourself. You go to work. You don't really talk to people. You go to places. You don't really talk to people. You go home. You play video games and don't really talk to people. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Add in some novellas. Who needs real people? I don't. But getting together with all of these Latinas was an amazing experience, you know, Aside from feeling like a high school student again, you know, where you're trying to figure out when to talk and what's the appropriate thing to say or like when do you talk over people or when do you like when someone's saying something and do you want to go like, yeah, totally. Like, do you actually say yeah, totally? Or do you, you know, like it's very weird. So aside from the awkward feeling of being back in high school without being in high school, it was very nifty to meet a bunch of these ladies. Like they do some very cool stuff. They had some great ideas. And it's always interesting to see when people have to talk about themselves, you know, because you could tell when people get nervous and they go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And I get it. You're trying to make like an impression. You're trying to give us your like life story. But we've only got 10 minutes and 10 people. So if you break it down and you take up four, oh man, we don't have very much time left, do we? No, we don't. No, we don't. The other reason it also reminded me of high school is that some people just don't like know how to answer the question. You know, like if the person hosting the entire meeting is like, hey, since we don't have time, tell me what you would do if you took over this Instagram handle for a day. And no shit. Let's see. Seven. Seventy percent of the groups went on some tangent that didn't have to do with the fucking question. No shit. They're like, we had a great group. And let me tell you about this person and this person and blah, 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 blah. Oh, and I don't have a lot of time. So if we had the Instagram handle, this is what we would do. And no shit. Seven out of the 10 fucking groups did that. Like, bitch, did you not hear what she said? She said, I don't have a lot of time left. Tell me what you would do if you took over the handle. They don't want to hear about how your fucking group session went. She was listening in. She knows. Her fucking question was quite specific. What would you do if you took over the IG handle for a day? Now, I don't know if it's a generational thing and I can't really say it is because they had all kinds of people answering it. You know, young people, older people, middle aged people. It was a great range of people. And I'd love to say it was just one generation that couldn't answer the fucking question. But no shit. Three out of 10 people actually paid attention and answered the question that was asked. Everyone else felt the need to share more information that was being fucking asked. You motherfuckers should never get caught by the cops and never end up going to the court for anything because you would not only sell yourself out, you'd sell out every other motherfucker in the car. Wow. Just wow. This is why I don't interact with people because I'm an asshole. I'm like, ask me a question. I'm going to answer your question. I ask you a question, you're going to answer my question. I don't want to hear about 15 other fucking things that don't have to do with the answer to my fucking question. I'm a dick. Total dick. I can accept that. I'm okay with it. It sucks sometimes, though, you know, because it's such a great experience to participate in this. But at the same time, my patience is like, holy fuck, how did you people survive? Like, 
it's a basic ass question. How did you take one question and turn it into like a bunch of stuff? And I know how you did it because those were the questions that were asked in the group. However, the question wasn't share with me what you went over in the group. The question was, what did your group decide to do if you guys took over the IG handle for a day? It's a very specific question. Very specific. How fucking hard is it to get a straight answer? I don't fucking know. Apparently, seven out of 10 hard. Seven out of 10. Fuck. Aside from having the flashbacks to high school and wondering how people possibly get by when they can't answer a straight question, it was a really great experience and I'm looking forward to doing it again. I know if anyone in that group is probably listening to this podcast, they're probably thinking I'm a giant dick and I shouldn't be in this group. I can accept that. But I also think I had the best idea of them all, which was like the, you know, virtual forum thing and then, you know, targeting specific places with marketing and everyone else's idea was just like, let's tell stories about people. Not a bad idea, but not exactly going to increase voter participation, awareness or drive in any of the geographic regions that you actually need if you want any chance of voting President Trump out of the office. No, I'm not saying I want President Trump out of the office. And no, I'm not saying I want President Trump in the office. I'm simply saying we all need to participate. We all need to vote. We all need to get out there and do what we need to do to voice our opinions. Being an American isn't just our right. It's a duty, a duty to look out for ourselves as Americans, to look out for our society, to do everything at all costs to ensure that America is the place that it was originally thought of becoming, like the ideal version, right? The idea that you come to America for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That is what we all must do. And part of that is civic engagement, voting, right? We all have to vote and participate and we all have to do that. In addition, there are times where in our history, we've learned that voting isn't always enough. Sometimes we got to get out and physically march like with uh, civil rights, right? Other times we need to take things into our own hands like they did with the uh, Boston Tea Party when the government got out of hand with taxation. Almost like letting a crazy rich president pay $750 for taxes in 10 years. Just saying, folks, if that's the way America's going to be, then I think we don't need a Boston Tea Party, but we definitely need like a, I don't know, a Texas Tea Party. Because, you know, Texas be Texas motherfuckers are crazy. You know, you, you heard about the Alamo? Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Texas. We need a Texas Tea Party. Fuck a Boston Tea Party. It's time we do more. We need to, we need to do it Texas style. That's what's up. But in addition to doing things Texas tea style, we still need to vote. We still need to register to vote. There's still plenty of time. Well, not plenty of time, but there's still time. And regardless of who you're choosing to support, whether it's, let's be honest, it's a two-party system. Go vote for a third person. By all means, I'm voting for a third party. But vote. Vote for your local stuff also. You know, that stuff is really important because that's what deals with your life on a day-to-day basis. That's where if you want to defund the police, that's where you got to vote locally. You know what I mean? That's where all those measures and shit are coming up. Not saying you should defund the police, not saying you shouldn't defund the police. 
Just saying those are local issues that are usually on the ballot. So don't think this is just about voting for a president. This is a season of much more than just voting for a president. It's voting on local laws. And most importantly, most importantly, more important than the local decisions, more important than picking the president, is the decision between Tampa Bay and New England. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, or New England, no Tom Brady. Now, that's a hard decision. That's harder than picking Joe Biden or Donald Trump. It's harder than picking Democrat or Republican. It's picking between the team that you grew up loving because Tom Brady was on there with the team Tom Brady traded to. What do you do with all the merch? What do you do with all the jerseys? What do you do with all the Patriots shit that you've accumulated because you love the way that he quarterbacked that team? Do I buy an Edelman jersey now? Do I switch to Tampa Bay? Do I go back to being the 90s kid I was and sticking with the Los Angeles Rams? That's the fucking hardest question of all. So this has been AMX episode 16. Remember, lots of important decisions to make. Trump, Pence, defund the police, don't defund the police. But more important than anything, what football team will you be supporting this year and throughout the playoffs and hopefully to the Super Bowl? Lots to think about, lots of decisions to be made quickly. This is your host, Malcriada. Thanks for tuning in.